Hi, my name is John, and this is Truth Tuesday. Today, I want to talk to you about what will heaven look like. Now, the Bible gives imagery of what heaven will look like, but almost all of its imagery is a depiction of what the inhabitants will actually be like. In other words, when the Bible talks about what heaven will look like, it's actually talking more about the people than the place. And it's very interesting to think about that, because when we think about heaven, we think of, you know, the beauty, the golden roads, all those different kinds of things. But I remember when I was in high school, I had a youth minister. His name was Rusty. Of course, Rusty was from Kentucky. And Rusty was awesome. Rusty still is awesome. I talk to him every now and then, and he's a great guy. He's still in ministry, does wonderful work. But I remember talking to Rusty about heaven and what heaven would be like, and what it would be like there, and, and what would be there. And he asked me, he said, John, have you ever considered more about the people who will be there more than what will be there? And I had to think about that. And I, 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 that gave me some pause. Because all my life, I had thought about the things that would be in heaven, and not the people that would be in heaven. Now, can't blame me. We kind of live in a materialistic world, right? We have materials all around us. We try to have possessions. We try to gain things, money, all kinds of different things that we need or we want or we just don't really need or want. We just feel like we should have them. I mean, it, it, it's constant in our society. But that was what I thought more about heaven, was the things and what it would look like rather than the people and who would be there. And so my goal for you today is not to come away with an image in your mind of saying, oh, this is how big heaven will be, but for you to have an image in your mind and have an emotion in your heart to say, this is what the people in heaven will be like. Because it's not about where you are, it's who you're with. And ultimately, heaven is being in the presence of God, being with the creator of the universe who sent his son to come and save us. The first verse I want us to look at is Revelation chapter 21, verse 21. And this is from uh, the NASB, NASB translation. And the 12 gates were 12 pearls. Each one of the gates was a single pearl. And the street of the city were pure gold, like transparent glass. Now, if you know a lot about Revelation, you know that John is writing this about his vision. And John is intending to convey the splendor, the pearls, the splendor of the people of God being the 12 tribes. If you know anything about the Old Testament, the number 12, the tribes, those have a lot of significance together. And something here that, this is just my thought, I haven't read this in very many commentaries and I don't have anything in the Old Testament to back this up, but you know, this is just my own thought. The, the pure gold-like transparent glass, where it says there at the end, I think that is, is going to show that there's no secrets in heaven, that we're all transparent. Everything is out there, and we don't have to be afraid of being transparent and having everything out there because it will be filled with people who love us and accept us and who think and love like God. That, that the transparent glass is that image of all of us, the, the people of God being in heaven, that we don't have to hide anything, that we don't have to be insecure or have any shame, but that everything will be coming out into the open, and it does not matter what we've done before, because we are forgiven. 
The next verse is Isaiah chapter 11, verses 6 through 9. And this one's a little bit longer, but I think this one is really, really important. It says here, And the wolf will dwell with the lamb. And I want you to picture this in your mind as, as I'm reading it. All right, so, And the wolf will dwell with the lamb, and the leopard will lie down with the young goat, and the calf, and the young lion, and the fatling together, and the little boy will lead them. Also, the cow and the bear will graze. Their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The nursing child will play by the hole of the cobra, and the weaned child will put his hand on the viper's den. They will not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord, and the waters cover the sea. You see, with God ruling, there will be ultimate harmony. A beautiful picture of the peace that God brings. I want you to go line by line there. All right? I, want, I don't even want you to go verse by verse. Just line by line there. And think about the harmony and the peace. Now, even just the first line, the wolf will dwell with the lamb. If you're somebody who, who you have ever, ever worked with, with lamb or sheep or anything like that, you know how dangerous it can be to have a predator in their midst, but to have the wolf dwell with the lamb. And the picture that, that is so prevalent in my mind is the nursing child will play by the hole of the cobra. I have a, a daughter who just turned one recently, and even the thought of her being around a snake, not even a cobra, just a snake in general, terrifies me because of what could happen. But this line to say that the nursing child will play by the hole of the cobra. No fear, because there will be complete harmony. But that's what God brings. Complete harmony, complete peace. And if God can bring harmony and peace to the wild, the untamed wild out there, he can bring harmony and peace throughout all of us who are in heaven with him. I'm going to move on to... Revelation chapter 22, verse 5. And there will no longer be any night, and they will not have need of the light of a lamp, nor the light of the sun, because the Lord will illuminate them, and they will reign forever and ever. See, this is all about God's reign being over us, and how we will have no need for anything or anyone other than him because of his greatness and his presence. There will be no night Everything will be covered in his light. We don't need anything else. We don't have anything in our, in our path. That everything will be covered by God. No night, everything will have his light. And there's an image there for what it will be like there. But the, the real story there, the real purpose of that verse, from what I garner, is that God's light will cover everything. And not in a physical way, but kind of in a metaphorical way of he will be involved in everything. He will be everywhere and there will be no need for us to not have him because we will only need him. And the last verse, or second, one of the last verses. I have three more, sorry. Revelation chapter 21, verses 9 through 11. And remember, this is John writing his vision, okay? This one's a little longer too, but, but I, think it's, I think it's good to read all of it. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues came and spoke with me, 
saying, Come here, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. And he carried me away in the Spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me the holy city Jerusalem coming down out of the heaven from God, having the glory of God. Her brilliance was like her costly stone, as a stone of crystal clear jasper. You see, in this situation, we are both the bride and the city, where John uses as a metaphor for the costly stone and jasper, which communicate his glory. And maybe this is an image that's a little bit harder to understand. But when we put ourselves in this verse as the bride, as the city, we understand the way God looks at us. We understand the importance. And for him to be saying, come here, I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. We know that that is us because Jesus is the lamb who was sacrificed for us. And his bride is the church, us who follow him. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. But you have to come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, you have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly. See, heaven is a gathering of praise to God. Heaven is where we will come together in our focus in everything, whether it be music, whether it be with our voices, whatever it might be, it is all about our praise for God. And if you know God and if you love God, that should be attractive and appealing to you. That you would no longer have to focus on anything or anyone else other than the God of the universe who loves you, who has saved you, who cares for you. So that you can come and be in his presence, be in his glory, and worship him, praise him forever. The last verse I want to read to you is Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. And, And this one is more about a challenge for us than it is about the image of heaven. This is Jesus in the Lord's Prayer. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. See, it's wonderful for us to look forward to heaven. I'm looking forward to heaven, no doubt. But what God calls us to do is to bring heaven to this earth. To have heaven all around us here on this earth by being examples of Christ to each and every person. Let's bring heaven down, not just like how we can be the church any, just like how we can be the church anywhere we are to bring heaven everywhere and we are when we are living his full purpose for our lives that is what we're doing we are bringing heaven down to everyone here with us I hope that's not confusing. I hope that makes sense. What I would encourage you to do is anytime you read in scripture about heaven don't take it as literally or as physically and think about it more metaphorically for the people who are there. And this is one of the reasons why it's so important to understand all of the Bible. Because the Bible has little notes here and there that when we make those connections about what was written in the New Testament and what was written in the Old Testament, it becomes so much clearer, so much cooler, and so much better for us to understand. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great Tuesday.